Hello, everyone, and thank you very much for tuning into the Sheila Zelinsky Show. Well, listen, we're, of course, coming up over the holidays here. I'm going to be playing some rebroadcasts that I think are amazing. In fact, I'm going to be playing the top five viewer choice shows over the holidays. These are five of my favorite. I'm going to be playing them sequentially. They're 30-minute shows. This is in the last... 36 months. We took our analytics. And so at n- coming in at number five is an amazing show. I hope you really enjoyed it. it was one of my I really enjoyed this show as well. I hope you're blessed by it. It is with my guest, Pastor Billy Crone. Take a listen and enjoy. Pastor Billy Crone, welcome to the program. So good to have you on, sir. Hey, thank you so much, Sheila. It, uh, it's a treat being on. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm excited to get into this topic. You know, where I want to start, it seems like a weird place to jump in, but I am really shocked in terms of the timeline at where we are in terms of Bible prophecy. Prophecy is on fire in the world today. And considering where we are in the end times in the last days, you'd think that evangelicals would be in a fervent uproar descending on these agendas like a swarm of mad locusts, but instead it's shockingly crickets chirping in most of the pulpits. That's extremely disconcerting to me. Yeah, and I think that's sad, but that's actually another Bible prophecy sign with the rise of apostasy. And, you know, of course, Paul makes a statement to Timothy, and he said that, you know, in the last days that the church will gather around themselves teachers who will tickle their ears, and they'll turn aside from the truth and turn to myths. And I remember the first time that I I ripped into the Greek on that passage, and and what does it mean that the church will only hire these guys that only tickle people's ears? Well, that's the Greek word kinetho, and it means only pleasant things. And then uh, turn aside to myths, it's muthos, it means story. Made up. So stir all that together. Paul said, How do you know you're in the last days? When not in the world, but in the church, all you basically get from the pulpit is a bunch of pleasant things and stories made up. I just described about probably 95% of the American church. And of course, if you're only going to preach only pleasant things, you're going to make a bunch of stories up. Uh, the last thing you're going to touch is Bible prophecy. And again, I, I'm pretty blunt about it. I'm a pastor. I are one, so I'm going to say it. Uh, then how can you be a faithful shepherd if you leave nearly one-third of the Bible out of your teaching? Because nearly one-third of the Bible deals directly or indirectly with Bible prophecy and prophecy-related issues. And as a shepherd, we're to teach the whole counsel of God, not some of it. And would it be appropriate if I were to stand up and any pastor stand up before the congregation and basically say this, hey folks, here's here's the Bible, and I am going to admit to you right now, as your so-called loving shepherd, I am going to rip out one-third of this book, and we will never touch it. What, what would any normal church do at that point if their so-called shepherd did that? Fire them on the spot. Yeah. Then why is it acceptable when in principle that's what's going on? And so they're not being taught prophecy, and they certainly aren't being taught these kind of topics that we're talking about even today with drones, artificial intelligence, because believe it or not, if you look at your Bible, artificial intelligence and this increase of knowledge in hyper mode so is actually a Bible prophecy topic. And I also really believe all this AI, the drone technology, we're going to get into all this. But I'll tell you what, all this stuff is leading up towards really being maybe the medium for this scenario that we have. I mean, let's face it, there's going to be like 2 billion people slaughtered on the earth. I can't think of any other medium that would be the total purveyor of death like that. 
that's interesting you, you mentioned that, Sheila, because that's actually the same synopsis that I came to. And, you know, I'm not going to say, thus saith the Lord, but it makes you wonder, in the first half of the seven-year tribulation, you got this the sealed judgments. And there it clearly says that after the second seal, the war seal, this global war breaks out on the planet, it goes on and tells you, God tells you how many people are annihilated. And it says there, one-fourth of the earth is taken out. And so if that were to happen today, so to speak, then roughly that's around 2 billion people. So just in the first half, we're not talking second half yet, just in the first half, nearly 2 billion, not million, 2 billion people are annihilated on the planet. How's that going to happen? And do we have the ability to do that? Well, typically people at that point, they'll jump on the bandwagon and say, well, of course, we've had it for a long time. It's it's nuclear warfare. You just drop a couple nuclear bombs, you can knock out 2 billion people lickety split. Well, wait a second. We're not talking 2 million. We're talking 2 billion yeah. of the planet, one-fourth. If you dropped enough nukes on the planet to take out one-fourth of the planet and you use nuclear warfare, you created a nuclear winter. Well, guess what? Then everything comes to a screeching halt, right? And that's not what we see in the seven-year tribulation. And and this is in the first half. You still got the middle of the seven-year tribulation where the Antichrist goes up and commits the abomination of desolation, declares himself to be God. Here comes the mark of the beast and all that other stuff. And you still got the whole second half to go. And and there's still some sort of a, a governmental system going on and a fight for that and a one-world religion going on with that. There's still the economy going on because he's implementing the mark of the beast, the buying and selling. You ain't going to have any of that going on no. if you're in a nuclear winter. That's right. So That's- all that to this point, well, then, therefore, how do you annihilate, how does somebody annihilate one-fourth of the planet without using nuclear warfare? Well, when you take a look at what's being built around us, it really is basically a Skynet scenario. You mentioned the book there, the, the documentary that we did is a 14-hour documentary that, that the book is based on, and uh, it's called Attack of the Drones, Skynet is Coming. And basically, we document with, man, what was it, almost 180 video clips wow. of evidence from governments, military operations all around the world here in the United States of how as unbelievable as it sounds, they are building with drone technology, and I'm not talking just drones in the sky. I'm talking about basically every piece of military equipment is being droned out, equipped with artificial intelligence to control it. It's all automated. Military is changing before our very eyes. The whole way of warfare is changing before our very eyes. Not just drones in the sky, drones on the water, drones under the water. They're also creating MAV drones, micro area vehicles that are droned out. They're also equipping them with what's called swarm technology, where these entities, every piece of drone military equipment can communicate with another drone and they could literally swarm their prey, be it a swarm of boats, be it a swarm of MAVs. You see, you thought that was a bird, that's not a bird. You thought that was a fly, that's not a fly. You thought that was a shark, that's not a shark. On and on it goes, we, we give actual demonstrations. They are mimicking nature, they're mimicking insects, and they're even making, I'm not making this up, we demonstrate this in great detail, actual Terminator-like robots. And DARPA is one of the entities behind that because they want to replace human soldiers with robot soldiers. I know it sounds crazy, but we've documented every bit of this. This is what's coming to the planet while everybody's worried about who's going to win the playoffs and how's the economy doing. This is the net that's being built. Now, the whole system is on a global basis. It's not just the United States. It's militaries all around the world, including the big guns, Russia and China, even Israel. Everybody's getting in on this. In fact, they're saying every nation on the planet, major nation on the planet, is going to have killer drone technology within the next few years. It, it's Everything's happening. Now, my point is, it's all being tied together on a global basis. So my thing is, well, why do you need artificial intelligence? Because think about it. How are you going to control 
in essence, every piece of military equipment, and that's in the air, on the ground, on the water, under the water, MAVs, Terminator robots, how are you going to control all that? Well, artificial intelligence is the entity that is being developed to handle all that technology. And that's a lot of the stuff that we expose. And, and that's where with a lot of this drone technology, even back to the drones, the predator drones that are being used over in the Middle East. And see, we just thought that they were going to keep them there. Well, here's another hot topic. And we exposed this one. And this was back with the Obama administration. One of Obama's solutions for fixing the quote-unquote border crisis, and we actually document this in the documentary. You'll see the actual news clips. They admit it. That he proposed, his administration proposed, that we have not just three, not 300, not 3,000, 30,000 surveillance drones all across the United States. Yeah. And gee, wouldn't that help fix our border? But the problem is, again, well, uh, I thought they were just going to leave them over there. Yeah, folks, thousands of people, thousands of people, and this is just what's on record. We don't even know what the real number is, but thousands of people have already been tracked from the sky and killed from the sky using drone technology. The previous administration wants 30,000 of them monitoring the United States of America and supposedly is going to protect us. And they admitted that, quote, on the news broadcast, you'll see with your own eyes if you get the documentary, and uh, you'll see the, the quote in the book too, but they said every backyard in America will be under surveillance. Well, wait a second. I thought you said this was just going to help with the border. But there is a plan on the books right now left over from the Obama administration that, uh, well, man, I, I, maybe we, we we just can't just get this uh, fence built. Or just, But you know what? We still need to secure that border. How about we go ahead and implement this plan that just happens to be on the books and let's launch 30,000 Predator drones across the United States. And that'll, that'll fix it, won't it? Folks, this is all happening behind the scenes the government's for it it's all technology that can be controlled on a global basis and it can be hijacked we also demonstrate sheila in this technology believe it or not of all entities listen a lot of people don't talk about nasa anymore because again with the obama administration they kind of shut it down well nasa's still gone one of the things that nasa has been developing ever since that uh, drone landed at the white house remember that happened a yeah, while back yeah. and, and people freaked out oh no we we better do something about all these drones because it one landed in the white house we can't have that well, you know what the you know what the solution was? NASA teamed up, and we document this, teamed up with Verizon, okay? And they are developing a net, a global net system that they could, this is their term, that they could control, they could geofence drones, and they could keep drones out of, quote, restricted airspaces, uh, tell them when they're flying in places they shouldn't, uh, when they need to bring them down, etc., blah, blah. So basically, take control of drones. They're using cell phone signals, hence the help with uh, Verizon, but also radar and satellite technology to create this system so we can control drones so they can never land in the White House for our safety. Well, wait a second. Common sense tells you if you develop a system that can hijack drones using satellites, satellites go around the globe. Then that really means you're developing a system that you can control around the globe every drone that's utilizing the same technology. And so the movies called it Skynet. And the problem is most people don't realize, if anything, Hollywood, via the Terminator movies, has prepared us for what is being built 
right now as you listen to this broadcast. Well, that is really important to know that this is no longer sci-fi, folks. I mean, you mentioned DARPA. Ooh, the military's candy shop, that's the stuff of nightmares. And we haven't even got into the really creepy stuff yet. And like you mentioned, it's air, it's land, it's sea. It's all around us. You cannot escape this. There is nowhere to hide. And that's the frightening part of it. Well, again, funny you should mention that because we cover that uh, in great detail. Basically, on the documentary, again, it's 14 hours long, about 180 video clips of evidence amongst uh, uh, peppered in with our own research. It's shot true documentary. We're on site location. We uh, interview some military guys. Man, what they shared was just mind blowing. Just just to give you a little teaser, one of the guys, the military guys that we uh, interviewed on some of this technology, I used to have this general rule personally that anything that they share to us in the public with like technology or advanced stuff, uh, anything that they share in public, we're actually 20 years behind what they really have, right? Now, that's what I, I've held to for probably two decades now. After doing this documentary and talking to these military guys, and Sheila, keep in mind what they shared with us was, quote, declassified information. We didn't even get into the, obviously, the classified. They couldn't share it. But what oh, they shared, God. even declassified, changed my rule of thumb that, no, we're not 20 years behind what they share in the public. We're at least least at least 30 40 to 50 years some of the things that they shared that was going on in the 70s was stuff that's just now coming out to the public forefront this has been around for a long time and, and but anyway so the the way that we we did the documentary is the first seven hours is all on the drone technology and the invasion of it hence the attack of the drones but then the second half and again the book follows the same theme is another seven hours on skynet is coming i.e the artificial intelligence Intelligence that's being built to control it all. Fast forward to the seven-year tribulation when people take the mark of the beast and some sort of marking system that goes into the right hand or the forehead. Well, some of that technology people believe could also not only be used to make transactions, hence buy and sell. Revelation 13 says that. But that same technology that can be allowed to buy and sell is called RFID technology, radio frequency identification. It could also be used as a tracking device. So you look at the, the Antichrist and the, and the false prophet. When they implement this system, it says there that they basically are now micromanaging the planet, not just the buying and selling. It says that they make, they force, they order people to do what they say to do. And if you don't do it, you're going to die. Revelation 13 is clear, clear about that. So imagine this marking system in the hand or in the forehead not only enables you to buy and sell, but what if, in fact, that same technology could be used as a tracking device? Now, here's where I'm going with that. How are you going to know if somebody, they didn't do what you said to do? How are you even going to know where they're at? Well, with this marking technology, they'll know where everybody is on the planet. They'll be able to micromanage it in real time. Number two, let's say they disobeyed you. They didn't do what you said to do, right? Well, it says there, and they will be killed. If you don't worship the Antichrist, you will be killed. It's very clear about that. Well, wait a second. This is on a global basis. How are you going to know, first of all, if somebody disobeys you and they're not worshiping you as the Antichrist? And number two, you give an order to kill them. Well, how is that going to be implemented? Simple. You develop this Skynet scenario with all this technology, all this weaponry, all this hardware, all this drone technology, and that marking system just became the tracking device. It's like a homing device, right, to where you can push a button and you'll send drones out to take that person out. Yeah. And, and we're seeing drones in the private sector right now. See, now it's being sold as a form of entertainment. It's cool. It's hip. It's the ultimate millennium desire to have that ultimate selfie. Could it be 
preparation to get people to be tracked, monitored, and maybe eventually in the seven-year tribulation taken out. Well, that's just in the private sector. Then we go into the media sector. And if you notice, Hollywood movies, news entities, uh, news outlets, everybody's getting in on this drone technology. Now, part of it is a rationale that, well, we don't have to hire a helicopter. Uh, we don't have to hire, we don't have to pay for a pilot to pilot the helicopter. We don't need any of that. We'll just use drones. Well, the problem is now everybody's getting used to these drones flying in all over the area, constantly being in the sky, you know, but don't worry. They're there to catch that latest news story and news scoop. Well, no, you're being conditioned to have these things literally flooding the sky, videotaping you, whether you realize or not. Now, most people don't realize, Sheila, that is already going on. And let me, I'll just call one name out. People could check this out themselves and we demonstrate this. There is a video monitoring system, citywide systems, that is already in place already in the United States. One of them is an outlet called Argus, A-R-G-U-S, if people want to check it out, Argus. And basically, this is using satellite technology from the sky. And it's not just taking pictures. It is literally videotaping from the sky. And we demonstrate with their own demonstration videos how they're able to say, hey, I wonder what you know Joe Schmo was doing two days ago. They literally go into this video database and they literally will find where this Joe guy is two days ago and they'll create a video feed completely zoomed in. And I mean, typically what they'll show you on the news is a lie. When they show like a zoomed in picture of the earth, they go, it gets kind of blurry. That's a lie. They, they have technology where they can see what's going on on the pavement. Right. But it's not just pictures anymore. It's videotaping. They're videotaping whole sections of the planet uh, from the sky and they can monitor people wherever you're at. And we're being conditioned with this drone technology and satellite technology that they're only going to do it to catch the bad guys. But folks, whether you realize it or not, we are already, it's not coming as you said, Sheila, it's already here. We are already being videotaped whether we like it or not. And this is a, another way to get us conditioned to that. We're used to having these things videotape us, but don't worry, it's for our protection or they're just trying to catch the bad guys. But again, who who becomes the bad guy? But, but let me give you another one because you mentioned the food the food supply. Believe it or not, this is crazy. Uh, the whole agricultural sector is being taken over by drone technology. They're using drones to um, spray pesticides. They're using drones to check crop yields. They're using drones to check the, the water supply and yields of that. They're even droning out tractors, plows, combines, things of that nature. You don't need a human to plant your crops anymore because that's all being utilized with satellite and drone technology, right? Well, again, fast forward to what's going on, on the planet. Wait a second. What if they grab control of our food supply? Yeah. Meaning they condition us to don't be self sufficient. We'll grow all the crops for you. You don't need to go to farmers, you know, so-and-so because we got all the control. It's all automated for efficiency's sake or whatever. Well, folks, that's not a, a far-off extrapolation. Most people don't realize that our food supply is already contained into, last time I checked, it's currently the world's food supply is down to three entities. And that's uh, Cargill, Monsanto, that, that combination, ConAgra, and Novartis ADM, Archer Daniels Midland. So three entities, basically, whether people realize or not, are controlling the food supply. Thank now, God. listen to this. Dwayne Andreas, 
He's the former chairman of uh, Archer Daniels Minion. He said, and I quote, The food business is far away the most important business in the world. Everything else is a luxury. Food is what you need to sustain everyday life. Food is fuel. You can't run a tractor without fuel, and you can't run a human being without it either. Food is the absolute beginning. Well, the beginning of what? Quote, those who control the global food system have the ultimate in economic power. In other words, those who control the food supply controls the world, right? So here you see now this drone technology. Everything's being droned out. We're no longer self-sufficient. Nobody plants their own food anymore, basically. And even the traditional farmer is being taken over by the corporations. And even the corporations is all being automated. Back to these entities that are controlling the whole thing. Now, what's that got to do with bioprophecy? Well, again, I'm going to say, thus saith the Lord. But again, in the first half of the seven-year tribulation and the sealed judgments, it talks about a global famine. And it says there, after this global war, there was a global famine. And it said, I heard what sounded like a voice from the four living creatures saying, a quart of wheat for a day's wages and three quarts of barley for a day's wages and don't damage the oil and the wine. So this text tells us that in the first half of the seven-year tribulation that the famine conditions at that time on a global basis are going to be so bad that there's going to be, listen, a global food distribution program in order for people to continue to move forward. And that's what it says. Everybody's going to have to work at that time. And, and here's your option. You can get a quart of wheat for a day's wages or you get three quarts of barley. Barley, of course, was a less nutritional meal. It was kind of like an animal feed. You're thinking in order for that to take place in the seven-year tribulation, then we have to be at the basis to where our food can be controlled on a global basis to the point where it can be globally distributed. Well, guess what? It already is. And it's being further automated with drone technology. Now, let me add another thing. If if you don't think that people are trying to control our food supply, you need to check another couple interesting features out. One is the infamous seed vault that's up in the Arctic. Okay, Bill Gates and some others are behind that. Right. And they're literally storing the master seeds of the plants around the world yeah. out in the middle of the Arctic. You're going, well, that's kind of a weird project. You know, where you board on a Saturday afternoon and, hey, let's go store all the seeds in the Arctic. <laughs> it's no. These elitists are, they saying that they're storing it for our safety or you storing it to control the food supply. Also, they are tweaking the seeds. Now, they, they said this this seed vault is the, quote, Noah's Ark of today. Again, they're peppering with biblical terms. So, wow. so what, do you, what do you know that's coming that you're not telling us? Number one. Number two, go back to people like Monsanto. Okay. And they have developed, and this been out for several years, many years, they've developed what's called a Terminator gene. I don't know if you've run across this yet, a Terminator gene. And basically the Terminator gene is a new seed they developed that commits suicide. It becomes sterile in the second generation, which means it doesn't self-replicate, right? Which means you always have to go back to them to get your next batch of seed, which would include wheat and barley, which is mentioned in the famine in the seven-year tribulation. So you stir all that together and you're going, man, even minute passages like that that occur in the seven-year tribulation, all the pieces needed to pull it off are being put into play while people are worried about who's going to make the NBA playoffs and how's that economy doing. Again, we document this, Sheila. This is not, you know, sometimes when you talk about this stuff, because the church doesn't want to touch prophecy with a 10-foot pole, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. uh, they look at you and they look like, man, first of all, you're a wacko. Get away from me. Number two, oh, I, I can't trust your information. You, you got that from joeschmo.com or wackyconspiracyguy.org. No. And that's what we do in the book and certainly with the documentary. We share the actual military video clips. That's an actual video from the U.S. Air Force. We share another one 
one, and this is mili- this is our own military, and it's not just our military, it's militaries around the world. Everybody is rushing to develop this technology first to make it to the top of the hill is basically what's going on. We also share another one from the Army, and the Army has a program, it's called MAST, it's an acronym, M-A-S-T, and MAST is where they take the same micro aerial entities, and in this case, it was a MAV bird, and it was a MAV spider, and the spider, and this is their demonstration, you can see it with your own eyes on, on the documentary, and the spider jumped on the back of the bird, and the bird flew over to the target, and the spider jumped off, and then the spider went under the door to begin to surveil the people, and then gave the signal for the missile to go in and blow them up. This is military demonstration <laughs> video, and so it's like, I'm not making this up, right? And speaking of which, we even quote people that this really is what the militaries are building. It's not coming. It's already here at various levels of development. And they have plans for it. Okay. In fact, we even demonstrate how one-fourth their goal, one of the goals, and this is from a a general, General Robert Cohn, C-O-N-E, if you want to check it out. He wants one-fourth, this is how serious they are, one-fourth of the U.S. combat soldiers to be completely replaced with Terminator robots, Terminator soldiers. So, wait a second. How do you have that as your stated goal? That means, logically, you must be pretty far along in the development of these Terminator robots. They are, to the fact that you want to go ahead and replace them. Now, listen to the rationale, and this is in print. Why do they want to replace human soldiers with robot soldiers, right? In the And this is the U.S. Again, we're not the only ones doing it. Because they can be fitted with machine guns, grenade launchers, and lethal weapons, just like Terminator. And, quote, unlike human soldiers, they have no fear. They don't whine or cry or complain. They just do what they're told every single time. So they're the perfect soldier. There's no fear, right? Because there's no emotion because it's a machine. But also because they're cheaper, right? Listen, training, feeding, and supplying humans while at war is pricey. And after the soldiers leave the service, there's a lifetime of medical care to cover. In fact, in 2012, the benefits for serving retired members of the military comprised of one-fourth of the Pentagon's budget request. Well, that's interesting. Maybe that's why you want to replace one-fourth of the human soldiers with robot soldiers in basically 10 years because it's cheaper and it's more effective because they don't whine, they don't cry, they do what they're told, and you could really load them up with uh, crazy weaponry. Now, you're thinking, are you serious? Are they really developing this? Well, back to DARPA, right? The Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, again, another acronym. And this was, man, at least 10 years ago that, you know, in, in print, they admitted what they were doing. And at least that far back, Sheila, they were investing millions into what's called neuromorphic chips. And basically, that's a fancy term for basically a brain chip. So that was 10 years ago. Now, quote, researchers today are putting those brain chips into drones. And thanks to the brain chip, quote, the robot doesn't need a human to tell it what to do anymore. It can learn and act on its own exactly like the Terminator movies. Folks, that's a quote. That's what's coming. In fact, the secular guys, even the secular guys are getting freaked out, even in the military, kind of tongue in cheek, kind of nervously laughing. Sounds like the Terminator movies, doesn't it? Uh, Yeah, (laughs) except it's not a movie. It's our reality. 
and that this is going to be the next wave of human enhancement. In fact, one of the institutes that they're looking at being able to inject all kinds of things, including nanobots, into the human body to not just manipulate the human genome to create, you know, human-animal hybrids, superhumans, basically everything you see in the X-Men and the Marvel movies, that's reality, okay? But they said that they can inject into uh, the human body these nanobots with these things that they're calling uh, reprocytes, and they contain so many oxygen molecules that it gives 200 times the capacity of oxygen in the human body in the cells. And listen, that one, quote, enhancement would allow a person to run at full speed for 15 minutes without ever taking a breath. And it's just crazy. And this is from actual institutes. This is where we're headed uh, with uh, this technology. And it's crazy. And it's really going on. And most people have no clue. But again, the Bible warns about these days that when you see this level of wickedness, when you see artificial intelligence spiraling out of control, the secular term is called singularity. When you see that happening, it's a sign that you're living in the last days. That's absolutely right. Time is very short, folks. There's a real lateness of the hour. We are in the last minutes here. Look at all the signs. These are glowing, flashing neon signs that we are very, very close to the return of Jesus Christ. Very quickly in the the waning part of the show here, Billy, tell folks how they can get a copy of this incredible book. I really recommend people get this live stream and share it with your church. So, Billy, talk about the book. Talk about this series. I know the DVDs are available for live streaming. And also, very quickly, talk about how folks in your area can come check out your church. Yeah, I appreciate that, Sheila. Yeah, they can go to our teaching website. That's getalifemedia.com, getalifemedia.com. All kinds of resources there. You can uh, check it out. Certainly the one we're talking about, the book is Drones, Artificial Intelligence, and the Coming Human Annihilation. And the companion 14-hour documentary on DVD is called Attack of the Drones, Skynet is Coming. Sheila, we don't copyright our material. So if people get the DVDs, they can make a billion copies. We don't care. Give it away. Get the information out. We're living the last days, and we need to get motivated. And yeah, if you're in the Las Vegas area, hey, join us for services, man. We'd love to have you. The church website is uh, Sunrise LV. Sunrise LV is in LasVegas.com. You'll find the address and the service times there. That'll take you where you need to go. Excellent. Billy, thank you so much for all the work you put, not only in the documentary, but the book. I really appreciate your ministry, and I thank you for your time in coming on the program. Come back and see us soon. You bet. Thank you, Sheila. Folks, that was Pastor Billy Crone from GetALifeMedia.com. I've got that linked there in the description below. Thank you so much for tuning into the program. We'll see you soon. Good night and God bless.